brotherly beliefs, faith, family, and fun. I'm Malik. And I'm Tristan. Join us for Candid Talks about Life Tapestry. From the faith that binds us, to the family that shapes us, to the pure fun woven in every moment. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and let's dive into the heart of our story in an incredible episode of Brotherly Brotherly Beliefs. What is love to you? What is love to me? Within a relationship, within your relationship, what is love to you? Not, what does the Bible say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does love mean to you? Okay. So, to me, love is a, like, a feeling. So, with a feeling of love, it's, let's see, how can I describe it? It's, I want to say uncomfortable, but it's, it's comfy, but it keeps you on your toes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's, uh, like, it feels like home. Like, when you walk into your house, you can just drop your shoulders. You can relax. You know what I'm saying? And it just feels like a a place that you don't have to, like, worry. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly how to explain it. But I don't know. Like, when I get the feeling when I'm around Savannah, when I'm talking to her, like, I just feel, like, free. You know, like, there's no restrictions, no walls up or things like that. So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I just feel free. Okay. Can I put your mind in a different aspect? Yeah. What you just described is lust, right? So lust is a feeling, right? Love is a choice. Yeah. Right? There's a big difference. Okay. Right? Because I can go out. If I wasn't with Caitlin, obviously, I could go out on a date and I could feel all those same things. But that's just lust, right? And this is why lust is a sin. Lusting for other people is a sin because you should only lust over your partner, right? You should only have that lust for your partner, right? Love is a choice, right? And that can tie right into this. So 1 Corinthians 13, verse verse 4, says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. It always protect, protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where the prophecies, but where there are prophecies, there will they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. So, you have all these feelings, right? Yeah. You're human. Have you ever lost patience with Savannah? Yeah. Right? But you can make the choice not to. Yeah. Because love is patient. Yeah. You ever gotten jealous? No. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but but that is a natural feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to make the choice not to be. Right? Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say that, that feeling, that home feeling. Thing, and I get the same feeling, the same. Like, I could sit on the couch and just hang out with Caitlin because – it's home. Yeah. And so, like. So what is love for you? Love is 100% a choice, right? And so, um, I don't know what verse it is or what chapter, um, but the Bible says, um, love like God loves you yeah. unconditionally, right? Uh-huh. So to love unconditionally means with no limit, Right. So when people say love is crazy, love is crazy, right? When love is blind, love is blind, right? Because that's what makes it like, I just lost my train of thought. I lost the word. Um, Unconditional. That's what makes it unconditional is I love you when you don't deserve it. I love you when everyone tells me I shouldn't. I love you when I can't love you because that's when it matters. That's when it's a choice, Mm -hmm. right? 
I can't stand to look at you, but I still love you. I may not like love hurts sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I might not like you in this moment, but I still love you. Yeah. And so that's where the difference, because the the feeling of lust is still there, right? Mm. I'll always have that feeling of lust, but the choice to love you, like, but to love you is a choice. You make, you make that decision. Like, it's not something like when people get hung up and like, once you love somebody, like, like that, like you, you'll never stop loving them. No. Once you have that lust, you always have that connection to them because that's the way God intended it to be is one person mm-hmm. forever. And so when you have these lustful feelings, it's normal. But you, and I feel like those words are so interchangeable in society. Yeah. There's a big difference. Like, there, I can, I can like somebody a lot. I can love, I can have all this lust for them, but the love is not there. Right. And it took me finding Caitlin to realize that it took me like, and I, and I read this in my books and I, and I read a, um, a book called How to Be an Adult in Relationships. And that that was the biggest thing. Is, and it teaches you everything from, because if you think about it, every relationship ends. Right? And that's and that's the biggest thing. Because I, I deal with a lot of, of fear of abandonment. Right? So, easiest thing to realize is your relationship is going to end no matter what. So, that does this part? Yep. Whether you break up, like you're not married, you break up, you get divorced, separated, or death, your relationship's going to end. Yeah. So I can be jealous, I can be this, I can be that, or I can just live my life and choose to love you. Yeah. So what exactly is lust then? Like we went over everything that so, love is. What is lust? So lust is the feeling, right? Lust is that, like that want, that you, crave. Yes, you know that that feeling you have to still chase Savannah. Mm-hmm. That's lust, mm-hmm. right? When you look at her in a in a room full of women, you're like, I want that one. I want to take her home. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's that lustful feeling mm-hmm. of no matter where or when, you can get it. Like it's just a like you feel like it's. It's so that's it's the like, craziest thing to explain. Yeah, it's, it is. It's that that home feeling that that feeling of security, right? Safeness, both physically, mentally, emotionally. That place where you can let your guard down, right? That's lust. Yeah, all of it, one hundred percent. Right, so. So think about it, right? We'll say, we'll say it this way, right? If, so to speak, Gregory, and I don't know where I think of these names from. <laughs> they just come up. Gregory yeah. is married. But Gregory is cheating on his wife, right? Not physically, right? That's lust, right? Because you're giving... Time you may not be be physical, but you're giving mental capacity, emotional capacity to someone else. That's lustful. So that's the feeling is mm. that that's the, how to describe that feeling. That feeling of I would dedicate my time or my energy into this person on a like, more than platonic level. That's a lust, one hundred percent. Drooling over a woman, right? So we've had this conversation. Mm. I, I, w- I will not go to a strip club. I will not go to a club without Caitlin. Because it's, clubs are like hookup culture. We got into this before. It's all hookup culture. It's all like you go to clubs for the attention. And so strip clubs. Why do I need to be there by myself? Me and Caitlin decide we're two grown adults in a relationship. We decide, hmm, this is what we want to do together. Okay. Would we ever? I doubt it. 
But for me to go there by myself, I clearly would have other intentions. A strip club? A strip club. Or just both? Oh, yeah, a strip club. I'm not not saying a club. Yeah. Because I agree with what she said to a point. Like, for a strip club, I wouldn't go to a strip club either. either. Even with Savannah, I'm it's just strip club. The whole point is to sit, drink, and watch naked women yeah. or naked males, whatever you choose to look at. <laughs> Me personally, I it, neither. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, if I was to go to a club, it's I don't feel that it's wrong to go by yourself because our I've been to clubs by myself while I was with Savannah. And my reasoning for going to clubs was to just dance and have a good time. It doesn't necessarily have to be with women. When I was single, the the goal was to it it's really how you look at it. Mm-hmm. What what's your what's on your mind when you go. Yeah. Because when I go, I've been with you without Savannah. I've been to the club more time without Savannah than with Savannah. Yeah. But when I go and I'm with I know I'm with Savannah or Ever since I've been with Savannah, it's I know I'm going to dance. Like I'm going to have fun. I'm going to drink. I'm going to like tea up with the guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing that's on my mind. So, whenever that's the only thing that I don't agree with you with yeah, yeah. on the club part. And and my whole thing, my and that's my personal thing, right? Right. Is I wouldn't say I would say the atmosphere is is lustful, like. Right, if you look at a strip club and you look at a club, right? Yeah. There's drunk women. Depending on what club you go to, they're half naked. They're dancing. Or even the theme of whatever is yeah. going on. Yeah. And so so and I don't want to put myself in the position for it to look, assume someone say something that didn't happen and now it's a big issue is because, because then that's my, a problem yeah. in your relationship. For it's one. my job to provide that security to Caitlin. Yeah. Right? Because even if you didn't do it, that that's still what's going on in their head. Yeah, and they and, and the question and it I won't say Savannah does this, but I know she does. Mm. Because I'm not in your relationship, so long as she say she does it for sure with you, yeah. but she does this in in a general aspect, and I know this because she's my sister. Yeah, yeah. Let's make yeah <laughs> she's my sister uh, um but like even caitlin like will will try to connect dots and some of them will connect and some of them won't mm-hmm. but the ones that don't in Drives her mind yeah, in her mind it's true in her mind she's already painted this picture of this is what happened so mm. this is this is what could have happened this is what might have happened mm-hmm. and so now it automatically puts you in this defensive mode. Mm. So why do I? Why would I put myself in that position? In my like, and that's yeah, my yeah. personal thing. And I don't think you have to agree with that. Is I just, I think there's a difference between going to a club and going to a bar. I'll go to a bar by myself. I want to go out and drink and have fun. I'll go to a bar by myself. Go sing karaoke. Yeah. But, I just. I just think. It's. It paints the wrong image, in my opinion. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. Like you know, I've been in that situation. I went to the club with you. The oh what, yeah, that was crazy. our first time. Yeah, and came home, and I guess like a day or two later, women were saying that I was like cheating on Savannah or doing doing Savannah wrong. And like, long story short, I'm like, that never happened. Like I was now, there. Yeah, exactly. Like I and was. And this is the first time we hung out. We weren't like yeah, close yet. Like, right. They would have been an issue. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That yeah. could definitely cause a problem in the relationship. Yeah, one hundred percent. So there because a lot of what what Caitlin will t- will tell me straight will say it right here in front of everyone. It's not that she doesn't trust me. Right. She doesn't trust other people. Other women in general. Think about it this way. Would you trust a room full of men? No. You don't even got yeah, finish. No. <laughs> exactly. And so and that's and that's really I guess that's really what it is, is 
I wouldn't want Caitlyn to do that to me, so why would I do that to her? Right. I wouldn't want Caitlyn to be in a room full of like men who are drunk, getting her drunk. Because I've been to the bar and or been to the club and had women buy my drinks all night. Yeah. They do it. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. I also had a phase where I was in the MILFs. <laughs> and not even like MILFs our age. Yeah. Like, yeah. MILFs. No, no. MILFs. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say there are no MILFs. I was age, but. 18, 18 to 21. Into and like Cougars. Cougars is another way you could yeah, say Yeah. Yeah. Cougars. Yeah. Uh, before I left for my deployment, I was messing with a, I think she was 34, 34, 34, two kids, two kids, divorced, freshly divorced. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. <laughs> she would call me, she would call me and she'd be like, uh, hey, I'm stopping at the liquor store. Uh, do you want anything? I'm like, yeah, grab me, you know, those, um. Uh, Pre-mixed uh, crown apple or like uh, crown apple and uh, cranberry juice or uh, crown and like tea or whatever it is. Uh, crown peach and tea. Those. So good. <laughs> but I'd have her get me some cases of that. Uh-huh. Go over there, get drunk, and we do whatever. Mm-hmm. One night, um, I was about to go get food. I was at the parents' house. I was about to go get food, and she calls me, and she's like, hey, have you ate dinner? I was like, yeah, I was about to just go pick something up. Oh, well, I'm, how about you just come over here, and I'll cook for you. Cook for you. <laughs> they got snacks, <laughs> juice boxes. Yeah. Good snacks, too. Uh-huh. Like fruit snacks with the filling in it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Or the Pop-Tart Bites. Yeah. <laughs> Gatorade. Oreos. Telling you, man. Yeah, crazy. It, 18, 19, 20 years old. That's fun. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. And so that's the whole thing is, is I know that me going there, I, I, why would I put myself in a position that I wouldn't want her to be in? Right. right? And clubs aren't safe. No, they're not. In Especially in this day and age. Wonderful town. Yeah. <laughs> Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Um. That's what makes they it They get worse. shot up all the uh-huh. time. And so now it's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's my biggest thing with Caitlin is don't put yourself in, in like unsafe situations. Mm-hmm. Right? Potentially unsafe situations. When you go to a small bar, chances that you, that, and you know everybody, like chances are everyone's looking out for you. Right? You're right. You go to the same bar. Same, like, we're regulars, like, you know us, they watch, like, they'll watch your drinks, like, but now you're stepping out of, now you're stepping out of, like, your norm, and you're going into a position where you don't know, like, there's a hundred people in a room this big, and now, what? Now you're putting yourself in an unsafe position, and one thing about me is, mess with Caitlin if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll call my daddy. Mm-hmm. I'll call my friends. I'll call my brothers, mm-hmm. and it won't be good yeah. because no, like, and so then I have to protect me and my career and my future because you put yourself in a position to be unsafe, and now there's no. I might react. I'm going to react. Like mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to. Shut the city down, mm-hmm. and ultimately, it's because you put yourself in un- an unsafe situation. And yeah, man, it's just you really gotta like plan for your family. Like you gotta ask yourself does does this seem safe? Like, will this is there a chance that I might not make it home to my family? You know what I mean? And like I like we said in this day and age is more well there was still shooting and things back in the day but still people more the crime, rates are, crime rate is way, way worse now like, violent yeah. crime rate in wichita is higher than it's ever been yeah and it's back in the day guys would just 
duke it out just the box and then that'd be it like they might even be cool after that or whatever right? but long story short everybody can just have a good time regardless if it's happening if it happened go back and have a good time now people like shoot and things like that oh yeah now you gotta run to your car you gotta go like the party's over you know what i mean so oh yeah i i've been at multiple parties i've been shot yeah same. i saw my boy laying on the ground mm-hmm. because savannah didn't come to the van but <laughs> yeah she, you know she didn't story? come to the car when i told her to yeah, yeah you, do you know this story no so we go to a halloween party Savannah's first party. Oh, yeah. She ever. told me about that. Yeah. I have June. Have you met Gwen? No. TJ's sister? No. I think you have. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she was over um, after Nana's funeral. Yep. Um, so we brought TJ. TJ is younger than all of us. He's, he might still be in middle school. Savannah's a freshman. And so we have TJ, Gwen, Savannah, Sydney, Michaela, me. Um, feel like I'm missing someone. Maybe Chanel. Somebody else was with us. One of Michaela's friends. So it's all of us. We have my grandma's van, mm-hmm. minivan, Kia Sedona or something like that. And uh, so we're at this party. This is where I messed up as an older brother. I let them go off and do their own things. But Michaela made this big deal that I couldn't be up their butts. Um, when I should have been. They should have been right next to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm dancing with this girl. June's dancing with some girl. There's a fight in the back of the like, venue. And we're still dancing. And then we see the two flashes of light, and then we hear the sound. Um, so I throw this girl on the ground. Or no, I, I push June. Push June. He hits the ground. I jump on top of this girl. And we like everything's fine. People are starting to like stampede out. So I snatch this girl up, get June up, help the girl that June was with up. I tell June, get the heck out of here. Mm. in different language mm. get the heck out of here go to the car he said i'm not leaving you yes you are end of story you're leaving i'm gonna help people boom boom i'm helping people up helping people up helping people up i meet back up with june and so the way that this venue was set up it's like um like a rectangle room there's a place like right here where like there's a bathroom and like a utility closet and stuff and people were smoking back there they weren't supposed to be right but they were smoking back there and then but there was security at this party but what happened was somebody left the back door open and was letting people in Mm. in the back so they weren't getting patted down but the front doors everyone was getting patted down so you have people bombarding the front doors we're going out the back door so there's a door here so a double door here a second double door and then a single door in the back and so I get up to that second uh, double door and um, I meet up with June. Me and June get outside and we get to the car. Um, everyone's there except Savannah. I'm like, where's my sister? Mm. We told her to come to the van. We told her to come to the van. No, where's she at? Yeah. We think she's still inside. Boom. I take off my hoodie. I have a white t-shirt on and a beater underneath it. And so I took off my hoodie, told June, hold this, ran back in. I'm pushing through the stampede of people coming through. Mm-hmm. And it all funnels from double doors to single doors. So it's all funneling. I'm shoving people back, shoving people back. I get to that second double door or the double door from, the, I guess, the same door that I met TJ at. Mm-hmm. Um, I get there and this um, Asian dude grabs me. And starts pushing me with the stampede. And it's like, don't go in there. Go, Don't go in there. There's a dude shot. He's on the ground. And I'm like, let like, go of me. It's my sister. In I there. said, <laughs> let go of me. Like, if you want the best for you. My little best, sister's yeah. in there. You better stop. <laughs> yeah. Get off of me. Uh-huh. Right? And I used a lot more words. than I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but I ended up pushing my way through. Boom. I look at, um, I look over. 
see the guy, realize I know him, take off my T-shirt, give it to him. I said, here, put pressure on it. Mm. Um, and they did. And I said, do you need me to call 911? They said, no, we got it. Um, his sister was on the phone with them already. Boom, I'm looking through the whole room. The room is like empty now. Savannah's not in here. Damn it. Like, what? Like, and so I run back outside. Mm-hmm. Savannah's at the car. <laughs> we end up driving through some lady's yard. Mm-hmm. So the, by the venue, there was a trailer um, right in front of the venue. Mm-hmm. And we end up driving through the, this lady's yard. Ladies on. Oh my goodness. Ladies, I have a heartburn. Uh, lady, <laughs> ladies on the on the porch yelling at us for driving through her front yard. Um, yeah, man, it was crazy nuts. situation. Yeah. Nuts, and that's not even the craziest. The party before that's the first party we went to. After, no, that wasn't the first party, was it? Maybe. I think it was. That was the first party we went to after the New Year's Eve party because that was a Halloween party. The New Year's Eve uh, party. The January before, mm. um, got shot up. I left to go get the ga- uh, go to the gas station, right? We've been drinking, we've been partying. We're teenagers. This is not my best time. Um, this is when I was doing really bad, like really bad stuff, like crazy. Like this is still when I was running the streets with my friends, like. A hoodlum. Don't do it, kids. It's not. It's not <laughs> funny. I'm serious. Don't do it. Uh, you want to be dead or in jail? Then yeah, yeah. For real. That's. It's not. The, I made it out luckily. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Um, I run to the gas station, and I'm on the way back. So I guess what happened was. There was two dudes from different sets tripping at the party. They put brooms. In the doors. So they couldn't get out. Wouldn't let anybody out. Um, and then decided to have a shootout in this. And this. This is no bigger. This entire venue is no bigger than. From this wall to the kitchen wall. Um, but this wide. Like, mm. No kidding. And we're. Like the kitchen is, there'd be a cutout, and there was like a window where the, and that would have been like, there was like a seating area right there, like a bar area. Yeah. And so, but this is like a, a venue, they don't have a bar, right? This is, uh, BYOB. Mm. Um, and so they locked the doors, decided to have a shootout. Um, Michaela's friend gets shot in the neck right in front of her, um, inches from Michaela, like, um. Yeah, and Michaela's calling me. Um, we're with Aspen. Aspen's driving, and so it's me, Michaela, uh, one of our old friends, and Aspen. And so Aspen's having a panic attack on the phone with Michaela because the place is getting shot up. I have to drive. I was probably. 15, 14, 14, 15 years old. Mm. I'm a freshman. Um, so you're about 13 when you're a freshman, right? When you go into freshman year? I'm pretty sure. Either. Because most people turn 14 during their freshman year. Yeah, I know you turn 16 or like junior year. Yeah. So, so most yeah, people turn 14. 13, um, 14. Yep. People, uh, most people turn 14 during their freshman year. My birthday's in May, th- May May thirty first. So I won't, I wouldn't have been fourteen yet. I was thirteen years old, and I had to drive this car. Intoxicated, mm-hmm. because she's having a panic attack, and I'm the best option. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting for the life. There's people breaking out the windows with bar stools, like throwing them through the windows. Sea mm-hmm. um, wash was there, and TJ. See, a sea wash kicked through the uh, the back door, mm. like uh, one of the steel doors that like are like bolted shut. Mm. He kicked through it um, to help people out. There was a little wooden cutout 
like that had been patched. He kicked that out to help people get out. Yeah, like people were just running for the lives. Mm-hmm. Um, McKinley ended up getting to someone's house, like with someone she knew, and uh, we ended up getting her. But yeah, like thirteen years old and I'm at a party. I probably shouldn't have been at the party, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I. But I was a freshman. Like this is. And they were shooting a music video, mm-hmm. and genuinely, like these parties that people shoot music videos at, like a lot of those get shot. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, and that's, and it's not by the people who are shooting the video or anything like that. It's usually some other people with beef outside of the like the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, and so, yeah, man, it's if high school parties and stuff like that are getting shot up. And like, I couldn't imagine, and that's just here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, man, I've had a few, a few party incidences that was like that too. The first time I took my boy Dylan to a party, he he had never been to parties and stuff before. Mm-hmm. I I had only been to a few. I'd say this was probably either it had to have been our freshman year, something like that, but. No, it might have been our – I think it was our sophomore year because I think it was the girl's 18th birthday. No, 16th birthday. But anyways, we went to this uh, party or whatever, and at first my pops was picky. He he already know about all that stuff and all that. He can tell by the area that I like probably shouldn't go to a certain certain parties or whatever. So he was iffy about the, the, that party because of the area. But I was like, like come on, pops. I was like, it's cool. Like We're going to be straight. And then he was like, okay. Like, he finally gave in. So, went and picked up Dylan, and we went we went to this party. And it was cool. It had just started to get, like, busy and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, I look over at, all right, so it's the front door, and it's a, like, rectangular uh, building or whatever. DJ booth's over here. Like, stage is right here. And there's, mm-hmm. like, a side door over here. So I look over to the side door and I see uh first off I hear a gunshot and I see somebody drop to the floor. It's like it's like a door, and then you walk through that door and then it's the door to the outside, but in between the two is a stairwell. Mm-hmm. So I seen the dude get shot and then he falls like down the stairs. So then everybody started panicking and shit. So immediately I like try and get down or whatever. And then my boy Dylan was like, come on, bro, let's go. So we I get back up and then we run into the uh, bathroom or whatever. And we like lock the door and we sit behind it or whatever. And people's banging on the door and stuff like that. We're not letting nobody in. And it's crazy because it's it was his first, uh, first party, like you say, it was Savannah's. And then uh, the police finally came and then we walked out and then we bounced. And then there was another one that was that was more of like somebody threw a birthday party. Mm-hmm. This one was more of a club, or it was a club. So my boys are I was with Savannah. Savannah and I think two of my boys was with us. It was a few people might know remember this, but it was DeAgent's uh Christmas party or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh I think that was december of 21 i'm pretty sure it was but anyways uh everybody's having a good time and stuff like that and same 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 scenario happens somebody starts shooting up stuff like that so i tossed and i this was wrong on my part i tossed the van the keys i was like get to the car i'll be there in a second so i hurry up give her the keys and then i run back to grab my friends or whatever and then I grab them, we get to the car, and Savannah's not there. The car is not even unlocked. So I'm like, where is Savannah at? So then I'm starting to go crazy or whatever. I I run back in there. I'm screaming, Savannah, Savannah, like, where are you at? And then my boy roll up in his car, and he's like, hey, I, I know where she's at. She's in the back or whatever. So we drive back there or whatever, and then she, like, I get on the phone. I don't know. I don't know if she had my phone. Or if she just, like, if our calls weren't getting to each other or whatever. But I I couldn't get to her, like, reach her for some reason. So they were able to. And I was like, bro, get come out the door. Like, don't I don't care what security is doing. Come out the door and stuff like that. So she finally comes out. And then we drive home. And 
the whole ride I was like upset with her because she should have listened to what I said for yep. one. But for two, I should have never left her in that situation. So it was both both we could have did better. But that it, after that I I'd been nervous to like leave her side and things like so that. So me being me, uh uh-huh. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Because I'm me. Right. I'd have given Caitlin the keys. But the difference is me and Caitlin have had the have had, I don't I don't think you guys ever had the conversation of Right. We were right? fresh. Yeah. Well, we weren't fresh, but it was like our first year. Yeah. Me and Caitlin have had the conversation from day one. Like if we're in a situation and I tell you to duck, run, go to the car, you listen. Yeah. You don't ask questions. You don't yeah. ask what. Because my biggest thing, because I was in a relationship, and this and this was my biggest pet peeve, is when something's happening and I tell you to do something out of the safety of your life, and you ask me, and you have the audacity to ask me why, is insane. Yeah. I don't have and time I to was, explain to you. Exactly. That, was, that was the situation that I was in. I, I told her to do something. I'm expecting her to do it. So when I get there, you can obviously see why it's a panic. Yeah. I'm like, I, I told you and then turned around to go handle business or whatever. I'm expecting you to be there, and you're not. So that, that was, like, my number one problem right then and there. So after that night, we were like, I'll – yeah, Caitlin we knows. have to re- we have to go over some some yeah. things. Kayla <laughs> knows because I, you got to like I tell you to go to the car. Like we've been places and I and I'll say, like, go to the car, mm-hmm. lock the doors. If I'm not there in the next five minutes, leave. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah, she won't ask questions. She won't ask why. And it could be nothing, but either I have a bad feeling or. Whatever, that you got to listen to those like, bad feelings. Yeah, the night yeah. at at the Onyx. Um, yeah, at Onyx. Hey, yeah. I got a bad feeling. We gotta go. Yeah, it and got then, worse. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it was just. And then we we got the bad feeling. Like I was feeling it too. And then you said it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm on the same page. Right then, we should have left. Yeah, we should have just left right then and there. But then we talked to the girls, and they were like, "Well, we're cool. We're having a good time." Yeah, like there's that. one more fight, and we should have yeah, just yeah. we should have just listened. Uh huh. And it was it was a small fight that first time, and then after it was like an un unsteady feeling. You know what yeah. I mean? So then we were like, "I don't know." And then we departed or whatever the girls are wherever they at and then we went to go uh dance things like that and then that big part that big fight happened yeah. or whatever so then i'm like nah where's the girls at so then we both hopped down and we sprint yeah. to wherever they are like i'm calling them trying to figure out where they are and stuff like that and then we was like nah let's just go ahead and bounce yeah. we uh, meet up with them and then we're like time to go yeah for and real. everything goes downhill yeah but uh, uh yeah it's just situations like that and now now looking back on that like i said i should have just grabbed her and went because my boys i've been with them partying enough we all know when, she, when things yeah. go down just meet at the car just yeah. simple so it's from now on and we probably this is kind of the reason why we don't party as much anymore now anyways because it's so dangerous but family is the first priority so if anything were to go south, like, no, I'm grabbing you and we leaving right then and there. Yeah. Like, both of us. I'm not just going to send you by yourself anymore. Like, we both got to go and we leaving. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I don't know. I'm trained differently. Yeah. That that hero yeah. in you. <laughs> I, and that's the truth is, is, and I think that's what makes me so successful in the Army mm-hmm. is because of that. Yeah. Right? And... Not many people know this, and I don't think I've ever told you this. I mean, Caitlin, I've had this conversation. If I was to get deployed to combat zone, and it went, and it came down to me and me coming home, and someone who has a family, kids, wife, there wouldn't be a second thought. Right. Yeah. That's the truth. Mm. I told, and I told, and Caitlin knows. I. Said it a million times. You will move on. You will always love me in your heart. You'll mm-hmm. always have that love. 
and that and that 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 longing for home, but just know I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody came home mm-hmm. to their kids, yeah, because of me. Yep, and that's it's just, and that's how I think of it. When I'm in situations, I just think like. What if that was you? Yeah. I'd do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And that's just the, the noble thing right there because a lot of people but, would be selfish. to think. But like I don't that. even think it's noble. I. But it's not coming from a noble place. It's coming from... Like, it's not like I want to be a hero. It's... No. It makes sense. Right, exactly. It does, like... Most logical. In that situation... It does not make sense for me not to sacrifice myself. You're right. Whether it was, don't get me wrong, I'm not sacrificing myself and going down, going down without a fight. Yeah, yeah. They gonna have real. to, they gonna have to try hard. Yeah. <laughs> One shot ain't, ain't taking me out. No. It's gonna take a couple, mm. but it's the fact that I would 100. percent And yeah. and that's how I see every situation. What if that was my sister? Mm. What if that was my sister? Like that night. What if that was my sister and there was nobody helping her? Right, yeah. And so, and and it comes, and maybe that's what it is. It comes from that big brother aspect, that that protector aspect mm. is that was my little sister outside that club. Number one, I would have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been a lot crazier. But it was like, that's not right. Like, matter of fact, I was in the situation where that was my little sister, and it didn't turn out right. It didn't turn out okay. Not for me. I was perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The 27th house. Savannah threw a car in park. I won't tell this story without Savannah's approval mm-hmm. for the podcast. I was unscathed, untouched. Mm-hmm. And... I could only imagine, like, if that was my sister, I'd beat myself up because I wasn't there. Mm. If anything happened to them, I would, like, that night that the parents and Jason went over and got uh, Michaela and her stuff, they will all tell you it would have went differently if I was there. Yeah, right. For sure. Matter of fact, they all told me I should have been. Not, 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 not them all. Mm. Jason told me I should have been there. Mm. Some people will say they're glad that you weren't there yeah. <laughs> because of how it could have went. And, and I, and I genuinely, and that's the truth is, my siblings will call me when they, when my siblings need me, they will call me because, mm. but they will only call me if they actually need me because they know how I'm gonna show up. Mm. Michaela told him, don't make me call my brother. Mm. That's not an empty threat. Like, that's, yeah. like, those words hold some weight. You yeah. may not know it now, yeah, but, but you will. Like, like, don't pull that card. And so, and that's usually what I say to everyone like, when they come around. Don't make my sister call me. Mm. You were different. Mm. We've had that conversation, but we've never talked about this. Um, like that night, right? I felt like afterwards, I felt like I did when I was in Cuba and all that crap happened. Do you know what I'm talking about? Investigation on all of that. I know what you're talking about in Cuba. What night are you talking about? That night at the club. Uh, uh, afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Because genuinely in my heart, I feel like God was giving me A test to see if I had changed my ways, right? If I, if I had learned from the from the lesson before, right? So the lesson before, man, I should have just walked away, mm-hmm. right? I don't know these dudes. I well, I do know them. I know them very well, but these dudes are more important than my career, mm-hmm. like, more important than coming home, and so. Yeah, genuinely, in my heart. And I just, 
and that and that I think that's the biggest thing I beat my I beat myself up about is like yes you guys were put in a situation but now that now I feel like how do you say this because I wouldn't say failed but but you could say failed right I failed that test I I didn't grow as much as I thought I did, right? I thought I learned my lesson. I felt like I did. I, I genuinely, like, could sit with myself and, like, I, w- I will never do that again. But then I put in that situation and what am I doing? Mm-hmm. But Maybe. this was, it was more of a, I was not mad and I was not upset until something was done to me. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was that, no, no, there's not a maybe. That's that is what it was, is the fact that you did this to me and it wasn't right, and now I'm pissed and I want you to know it wasn't right. Mm. And I, I have a tendency to get hyper focused. We hyper focused in. We've talked about this. Hyper focused in like and I and I said rude things. Kaylin said, Kaylin told me that night, she said, if you don't get in the car, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. I said, fuck you. Do what the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck. Boom. I said, you guys can all fucking leave. Turned around, went back. I wasn't drunk. Not as drunk as everyone else. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Like, I purposely was not drinking that much. And so, it was just pure anger. And I think, and I think it was bigger than just that situation that I was angry at. I think it was a buildup of, I don't think I grieved my dad in the right way. I think I suppressed my feelings and... I worked every day, 16 hours a day, was making great money, but I was overworking myself so I could distract myself from how I was feeling and not dealing and processing my emotions. And so um, I think that's the thing that just like set me over the edge that just gave me that final push of like to my breaking point of now I'm pissed and I'm and I'm mad about more than just this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Like So when you do dumb things, sit and think about it. And reflect on yourself. Yeah. It's important. Like genuinely, and that's how you grow is you're going to do dumb things, and you're going to make stupid mistakes and you're going to and you're going to like have these regrets and wish you did things differently in situations. But the only way to grow is to go through them and learn from them. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe it wasn't necessarily a test. Maybe it was another trial because you had that first situation, but maybe it didn't hit close enough for you to learn from it. So maybe God put us all in that situation where it's like closer family and things like that. So that way you learn from it. You won't have to. You won't. You won't do it again. You make sure you won't do it again. Yeah. So, no, I'd never do that. Again. Yeah, and it's for my situation. It's like I'm. I'm so big on friends and family. So a lot of a lot of people will say that they would have left or they would have did this. In my heart, I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like for it would have been smarter for me to leave because of my family, because of my career, things like that. But in my heart, it's just it, I I would have regretted leaving you, like truthfully, and that's that's with any situation. I I just couldn't do it. So, I mean, next time we 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 both agree there won't be a next time, but it's it wouldn't sit right oh, with me if no. I would have left. No, mm, me and me me and Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you had a, a long <laughs> night after that. Me and Caitlin had got into a fight after that, but. Sure. After everything, um, but I wouldn't even say a fight. 
is kind of she broke down. Um, but there was a conversation, and if it's not life or death, the people we don't know, not my problem. Mm-hmm. Life or yeah, life or death, right? So, at what point in that situation? At what point should I have stepped in? If that girl was like great bodily harm or or death. Okay, yeah, I probably should have. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She wasn't at that point yet. Mm-hmm. And um, or it's one of us. Whoever we came with. And there there was never going to be any situation where I wouldn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. We were at the club and some dude was like talking crazy to you, swung. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll let you hit first if you want. Yeah. But just know, whatever hand you swing with, I'm coming over that shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be fun. Yeah, and it's like that. Like, as far as others, like, we shouldn't even involve yeah. ourselves in that. Like, we know we're going to have each other, like, no matter what. And and I and I think, and I and I say that in a, when we're out aspect, right? It's very different. Like if I, it's very different if, because obviously I carry every day. Mm. And so with that comes the responsibility to protect others yeah. and myself. Um, Caitlin knows this. Um, but yeah, I, and that's still great bodily harm or or, or 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 death, right? We were in Walmart or something. Someone came in with a gun. Yeah. Until Caitlin to go out the quick case exit. And I would go towards it. Mm-hmm. 100%. And Caitlin doesn't like that. And it's understandable why she doesn't like that. Yeah. But, like, people at work know. When, when my at my job, it's it's my it's my job to do that. Yeah. Um. But everybody knows that I'm taking lead because a lot of the guys I work with don't have any training, mm. and so and and my bosses know. I've told my bosses straight to their face. Um, this person, this person, and this person are helping people out. Not coming with me. Mm. I don't care if I'm by myself. Mm. I'll go to the car, grab the AR, unfold it, and clear this entire hospital by myself <laughs> until the cops get here. Uh, like, yeah, it's just, it's nuts. Yeah. that's I couldn't, in that Walmart situation, it, I, the only reason I carry is to protect my family. I, I'm not trying to be the superhero or nothing like that. So even even if I am carrying or whatever, um, nine times out of ten, I have, I have two guns, one with me at all times, and one in our bedroom, and locked up, of course. But in that Walmart situation, as long as I'll only pull out my gun if I need to. I like you would go towards the situation. I'd go as far away from it as I can because the main objective I want to get my family home safe. With me there too, because in that situation things could go wrong and you could die. Truthfully, no. and you know that, of course. But I I want to make sure that I get home to my family because we're we're young we got so much life to live and things like that so I I want to make sure that we get home so I'm getting as far away from me and I'm only pulling it if I need to. It's risk versus reward. Yeah. Right. It's what are you sacrificing to save? Mm-hmm. What are you possibly sacrificing to save? Right. Mm-hmm. So imagine townies during Christmas time. Act shooter walks in. Mm-hmm. What are you saving versus what might you sacrifice? Mm. Right? Because if you're going to carry, you got to be proficient. Mm. I can make a pretty far shot. I know the difference between t- cover and concealment. I know I do this. I've done it. Pretty good at it. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, but I'd also say there's a difference between me and you. Right, I'm trained for the situation. Right, is I can I can clear a whole hospital by myself if I needed to, mm-hmm. 
And so it's just, again, that protection aspect of things is I genuinely, my heart believe that like, that's what I've done a lot of bad things in my life. Yeah. Done a lot of horrible things to my life, horrible things to people. If that's the one thing I had to do to make up, not with God, not with anybody else, with myself. That's the one position I had to put myself into to make up for things I've done wrong in my life to myself. And I think that's a lot of things. Like, I try my best to do good things for people because of myself. Right. Like, and it's not in a, like, I want to feel good. I... It feels good. No, it's like at one point, like I, I will sit down with troubled youth and talk to them, and 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 spit straight facts. Mm-hmm. This is what I did. This is how I. This is how I changed. This is what made me change. Mm-hmm. And um, because if I can help one person. Because I didn't have anyone to like, I, I, I crawled my way out of the position I was in. I got kicked out when I was seventeen, eighteen years old. I didn't have anywhere to go. I slept on my friends' count. I slept on my friends' couches, and I moved in with my ex and her mom, which was not a healthy, healthy situation to be in. And I didn't have anyone to rely on. I didn't talk to my mom or my dad. The only person in my family I talked to was Savannah when she'd see me walking down the street from the bus stop and she'd give me a ride back to the house. That was it. I joined the army because my mom told me basically and she made it felt it was right. I can see her point of view, but I don't agree with I can see her point of I can see her point of view and I understand her point of view, but I don't agree with it. Um, basically she told me if I didn't join the army, she'd, I'd never have any, like never get anything from her that I couldn't rely on her, anything like that. And so, yeah, I left for the army. I built everything up. And so, and we, and I, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat, like sugarcoat things. Right. I had it different than my siblings. I fought tooth and nail for everything I have. Um, I and we can dive into that. And I, from first cars to moving out on my own, like all of these things, I did it all by myself. I was the only one of my parents' kids who didn't have someone help them with their first car or, or anything. Actually, matter of, matter of fact, it's not to talk badly about my parents. I just, but I'm not required to agree with any, with any of the decisions, decisions that they made. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to buy my mom's car and she traded it in. I was supposed to take over the payments of the... Ford Fusion that we took out to Mulvane. Matter of fact, she traded it in for the expedition, I think. I think it was the expedition. Um, no, for the escape. And so, yeah, I I was driving the Kia for a while. And then I didn't like the fact that I was tied down. Not by, by like rules or anything like that. So I... Made a decision to do it by myself because I made it this far by myself. I could do this by myself too. I did. And I went in there and I negotiated and I walked away with a $205 uh, a month car payment. That's good. It did screw me. I ended up getting a ticket to nope, the same day, the first day I had my car because I bought it. In, I bought it the day before my payday. And they let me drive it off a lot with no insurance. Mm. I went to my mom's house to show my mom my car. 
and I was on the way uh, back to my apartment um, over by East High, and they lived right over there. Um, right down. The and street. yeah, I got pulled over at where the exit from two thirty five to one thirty five, and the state trooper told me I was following too closely. Asked me for my insurance. I said, and I told them, I said, the car lot said I was okay. Like, they gave me the sixty day tag. They said it would be fine if I got it tomorrow. I I'd never done this before. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. They gave me a driving without insurance. Had a bunch of fines I had to pay. Um, which is a misdemeanor, by the way. Mm. Um, yeah. And but I figured my way out of it. Mm. It was just different for me. Like yeah. it was just a different aspect. Mm. And such situations like that is what molded you to the man you are today. Yeah, one hundred percent. If I want something, I go get it. Yeah. And that's and I think that's why I get so I get this this is what I want and this is what I want to do it. I want to do it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And but I also think that's a curse like a, it's a blessing and a curse. Right. right? I wanna I wanna do this and I wanna I wanna do it the right way and I wanna do it the best way possible and I wanna do it as fast as possible. Okay. Well I wanna move out. Okay. I want I want th- this kind of apartment. All right, I want it as fast as possible. Well, we got to figure other things out, mm-hmm. right? So I went from the that apartment to the twenty seventh house. Twenty seventh house screwed me over. I walked I walked in there with um, almost an eight hundred credit score. Walked out with a four fifty credit score and three thousand dollars in debt. Mm. Not because of my choices. Yeah. I paid my bills mm-hmm. as much as I could, mm-hmm. but I was doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. And I got into this counting on somebody else, and that's why I messed up. Mm-hmm. T- defining moments. I'll never, never rely on anybody my entire life to make sure my bills are paid. Because yeah. you can't. Or just in general. Like, not to rely on anybody else. Yeah. Because relying on anybody else will not only, it'll slow you, it'll put you in situations like that, and it'll slow your life down, too. Because a lot of people will say that they wanted to or would have went somewhere, like, in life, like, whether that be a, a college, just that next step in life, or traveled somewhere, but they didn't because they were waiting on somebody else. Yep. So and I'll tell you. My one experience with that, and you get it to this day, I was going to go active duty, mm-hmm. EOD, and a girl told me, the girl I was living with, and her mom told me, oh, um, basically didn't want me to go, mm-hmm. right? I don't want you to be far away, da 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 So I didn't go. So I stayed for a girl. Did it turn out good in the end? I met Caitlin, yes. Mm-hmm. But it had been so cool to learn how to disarm bombs. Mm-hmm. Dangerous job, mm-hmm. but that's also what I enjoy. I yeah. enjoy that thrill. I enjoy the, inc- this is going to sound really bad and kind of morbid. I enjoy that encounter, that, that adrenaline you get from like life or death situations. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that like fast-paced thinking. Um, I get what you mean. And so, it's just, I don't know, man. It's yeah. just. It's just, like like I said, waiting on others or just that situation, just putting others before yourself kind of, I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what I did at 27th. I, was, I put everybody above myself. Yeah, yeah. Had everybody living with me. Had everybody eating the food I was buying. Mm-hmm. And nobody was giving me anything in return. Right. And my breaking point was I left with the army for 30 days and all I said was make sure the house is clean and make sure you have some money for rent. Mm-hmm. Came home. None of that was real. Oh, no. The house was picked up. The Nope, the kitchen was still dirty. That's what it was. The kitchen mm-hmm. was still dirty and there were three three or four full bottles, handles, um, of all kinds of different liquor. 
sitting on the uh, kitchen table, that table. And I walked in and I said, you have some money for rent? I saw the bottles. I said, do you have money for rent? And he said, nope. And I said, went and put my stuff up, walked out. Went to my mom's. We talked, figured out how I could get out of the lease and all of this. I worked out a deal with the landlord and got out. I oh not I didn't even get out. I applied for the my apartment and just in case she didn't let me out my lease, I was gonna I would have broke my lease and that way I wouldn't have a broken lease on your record and yep. then trying to apply for somewhere else. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I know I have to I know I know how to play the system just yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And that's like the Kia. The Kia was paid. I put three grand down on the Kia. Mm. No, 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 no. I take that back. No, I didn't put nothing down. Mm. I didn't put nothing down on my first two cars. I got three three grand taken off when I was at the dealership. Mm. Um, that's what it was. So my first car didn't didn't have a down payment. My car payment was two oh five. I traded that in for the Kia. Didn't put anything down. My car payment was three or four something. And I was juggling all the uh, bills at the 27th house. Something had to give. And so that's how I got the Fusion. Mm. It's because there's no ding on my record. Yeah. There's no repossession, willful repossession, anything like that on my record. So I had to figure it out because now they want, yep, now they want all this money. Um, so, yeah, don't depend on people right. because people are only yeah. as trustworthy as far as they can spit. Uh, not everyone, but yeah, yeah. relying on somebody is it's. it's it's not going to get you where you want to be in life. Oh, yeah. You have to get yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And with that being said, this, this has been episode, episode of Brotherly, Brotherly Beliefs. Beliefs. And, yeah, follow us on uh, all of our social media. Links are uh, in the description. Yeah. Comment. Yeah. Like. Subscribe. Let us know what you guys would like to hear. Yes, please. Let us give us some ideas. Give us some feedback on what style of podcast you really liked or yeah. or or topics you want to hear us talk about questions yep. you may have whether it's faith um parenting skills love yeah. whatever it may be yeah let us know and we'll answer your questions yeah and that's until next time all right see you guys later, later.